Okay. Alright, are we live? This one's, this one's rolling. Are all three rolling? Yeah. That's rolling. Yeah. That's rolling. That's rolling. Yeah. All of the lights. All of the lights. All of the lights. Alright. Can you do that? All of the lights. Can we start an acapella group if this doesn't... Do. Can we start as a product dear, of the video universe? Who would be the... The baritone? I am I such a baritone. Boom, 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 boom. Is Max a baritone? Max, you're a tenor. You're a tenor. Hey. Oh, look, Dio's brought us a chord. All right. Thank you're you. a tenor. Thank you, boy. Okay, you know, we're running. Hey? All right. We're running. Yeah. We're live. We're live. Welcome yeah. to the Mid Youth Universe episode. Who's counting? My name is Steve. We're coming at you live from Sai Wan Ho in Hong Kong. Today, we're going with a three man format, which is uh, appropriate to kickstart our first episode of the year because this is actually the core of the universe. We'll get into the details briefly, perhaps, uh, to, to sort of usher in this episode. Um, here with the uh, lovely Phil and Max. Um, and yeah, guys, it's it's refreshing to just have three for today. Mm. The three, uh, why are we the core? Oh, that is a, that is a... You know, I, I think it's because, <laughs> podcast, cutting, cutting, right? I think it's because we all met each other at the exact same time. Remember, we talked mm -hmm. about that on yeah. um, Thursday, was it? Yeah, yeah. We all. You know, I, I walked into three blind mice. Three blind start mice. speaking to you, and you just stuck your head in the middle. Yeah. So it was like, bruh. Did we ever talk about that origin story on the show? We didn't. Yeah, we all right, here we go. So we didn't. Who's from whose perspective? Um, I guess we have to take it from Phil. You know, Captain Phil. You, Captain you, Phil. you, you talk us through it. So we're starting a team, a football team, flag football team, and I needed a new. I needed new players, right? I was just walking around. Uh, literally Hong Kong, speaking to people, asking them if they wanted to play. And bumped into Max. And I was like, you sound American. And he's like, I am American. Do you just usually pick up guys with American accents? Ah, that's, my, that's my thing. Man. <laughs> that it's like candy, you know? It's like, so sweet. <laughs> so it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then from there, I think we started talking and I told you about this team. And you're like, cool, 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 cool. And then <laughs> Steve comes by, he's like, so like... Do you guys so, have so beer I, here? When, like, when I met you, Phil, uh, Steve was already there. So how did you guys, you guys met prior? Or no, he just all? stuck his head in when I, I just popped in. Yeah. Don't ask me how. Wow. And uh, then I got, I got your number as well. Yeah. And then Max and I, we, we were already chatting. And yeah. I sent you a text out of the blue saying, hey, football practice on Sunday or whatever. Uh -huh. And you had no idea. No idea. Yeah. I, I remember going to Three Blind Mice. It was the only time I've really been there ever. It was fate, one might say. Yeah. And I walked in, and uh, it, was, it was Sunday. Yeah. I remember I worked the next day. Yeah. And we're, we're dry fellows. It's a dry show. Shout out to Tim's Tasty Drink for sponsoring uh, Purple Juice once again. We're big fans of Purple Juice, but we are a dry show for all intents and purposes. But we were it was Sunday and it was a long weekend so I was tired. I was in a trance. And I worked the next day. I was concerned. And I walked into this uh, establishment called Three Blind Mice. And uh, I saw a bunch of handsome gentlemen standing around a um, bucket of beverages. Beverages. There you go. And it was serve yourself. And I remember standing and uh, starting a chat. It was chat. Football, this, that. You play football. And I play football. Invited to the team. Um, actually, to be honest with you, I didn't remember it was football. <laughs> yeah. Now I do. In retrospect, I do. Mm. But point was... You had no idea what you are coming to, right? by. Yeah. I remember yeah. I was living in Wan Chai at the time. I woke up on a Sunday. I got a text from Philip in my phone. Philip, as I've had you since then. And said, hey, uh, dude, or something like that. Are you coming to practice today? And... 
I was like trying to meet, make new friends. And uh, I was like, well, mm, I didn't plan on it, but this guy seems interesting. Uh, I'll show up. I don't know what it is. I was too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> I, really? Yeah. So I think I just, um, I play Ultimate Frisbee as well. So I think I just took my cleats in my bag and I went down to the field ready to do whatever. And I showed up and I was like, yo, you know, pleasantries. Yo, yeah, Phil, yeah. I remember you. You had no idea um, who I was, yeah, right? We're playing, what are we playing again? And you were like, fly football. Bro, you had no idea who I was, right? <laughs> I, had <laughs> <You were> no <laughs> just... I had no idea. Um, but it was the beginning of beautiful things. And now we are in the midst of a f fragmented season four. I think due to uh, the vid, the vid, the vid, the vid. and um, season season four. I think it's been five. This is episode seven. Season four for the Lost Boys, our football team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like man, we only had seven episodes. I have four seasons. We've now rebuilt the team. We're a winning franchise. We're, we're like a, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, know? we're like the like, Cleveland you know, Browns. We started first season. What like didn't win a game, you know? Um, yeah. And then we 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 had some. Uh, Player acquisitions, yeah. one might say, and uh, we've rebuilt the franchise. We <laughs> rebuilt the franchise, and, and, yeah. and you know, lo and behold, this year the Browns are in the playoffs, and you know, we we yeah we racked up what we were on a two or three game winning streak before. The it was it was much more. We were dominating um, yeah. strong teams, but yeah. So, um, shout out to Baker Mayfield and the uh, Browns. Yeah, shout out to the Baker Mayfield and the Browns. But um, that's a very very interesting story because. It brings us um, organically into today's uh, topic, which is a full disclosure. It's a freestyle topic. We're coming in with minimal show notes today. Minimal show notes, which means we're basically naked, but that means it's fun. Um, is the topic of friendship over 30. And I've known you guys for... Three years now. Well, it's coming over four years, I think. Three, four years. Since yeah, it's coming here. up to four, four and four some change. But yeah. I feel, you know, we've been friends... Most of the time, um, however, we've only really come together on this show recently in the past few months, and you know the topic of friends over thirty is one that's really interesting to talk about because if you I spend some time on Reddit and I spend a lot of time on like Ask Men and these kind of things and one recurring theme I recognize I'm from the U.S. a lot of people on Reddit are from the U.S. is people really struggle with developing, maintaining friendships over thirty. Mm. So I think we can dig into this. Yeah. I mean, definitely, you know, uh, once you're kind of in that 30-year-old range, you have your obligations, you have work, you have relationships, maybe a spouse, maybe... Kid? Kid, children, dog, cat. So... So what happens? Work, mortgage, you know. What happens before 30? What are friendships? Let's just go through a brief timeline of friendships. Uh, okay, so when you are... I think someone said you, you learn how to... Um, be sociable up until right, you, yeah. from your parents up until you're yeah. four, mm -hmm, and yeah. then once you're four or five years old, that's when you start going to kindergarten, yeah. and then you start being sociable with other people. That's where you have mm. your first mm. friends by yourself, right? Mm. And it's innocent, right? It's just, yeah. hey, you want to play? So yeah, like kindergarten. Kinder that's it. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're little. I'm little. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I like Pokemon. You like Pokemon. Yeah. I you, choose you. You choose me. Do you eat sand? I eat sand. Let's eat sand together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then from there you go into um, institution where yeah, now yeah. you're friends with people because you are playing sport, like playing sports. Maybe one thing. Right? I mean, uh, like, just sitting in class together, right? Yeah, like, class. Yeah. I, I have one friend. Shout out uh, Michael Fraser. Fraser. Um, 
I haven't seen him. Big Mike. The Big Mike. He um I sat next to him in Mets. Average size Mike? He's a tall dude. Tall yeah. dude. Big Mike. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's got a kid now. So school. Like, school, whether it be sports, class. Yeah, the institutionalized friendship. And then once you leave that, then it's like, oh, I can actually be friends with different people. Like yes. I, they don't have to be at my school. Yeah. yeah. At my church. At my mosque. At my synagogue. Like mm. they can be someone I met at the supermarket or the Wait, when now? After after institution. We're talking about yeah, after yeah. high school, after yeah, university. Yeah. It's uh, I remember a brief timeline of friendships. My best friends, who I seldom talk to now, but still are friends. We sometimes do chats on Facebook. The three of us call. We could have gone years not talking to each other. Yet when we pick up the call, it seems like it was yesterday. It's no problem. Just slide mm. right into it. Mm. Um, those guys will always be there. I feel like. Um, these guys are your high school friends? No, no, or? I grew up with them. They were literally in my neighborhood so growing neighborhood. up. So by proximity, just so happened to be within yeah. one year of each other, same age. So we were always best friends. Um, no matter what, I went to college with one of them. We all visited the other one. He came to visit us. Uh, then I had a friends always up through most institutional schooling, except in my high school. I think my, my uh, I was uh, uh, I, I transferred briefly to a private school. Yeah. So a lot of those guys were friends with each other. Before I was new to the private school system, I found it really hard to adjust. Yeah. I could not make good friends. So I wound up actually requesting uh, to go back to public school, mm. which then... And, and why, 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 why would you say there was um, the challenge? Uh, I just felt like I, I was not, didn't have the same... A lot of these guys knew each other from growing up. So they were very clicky, and I actually had no. I was so used so to having kind of like the outsider organically yeah. having friends my whole life. I had never actually had to try to make yeah. new friends when they already had established friendships, mm -hmm. right? So it's like in a new school it was really awkward, and I made some friends, but I just never really felt like I meshed truly because it wasn't like my friends down the street. It was private school. Everyone was coming from miles away, mm. different districts. Um, so was, I was it was it a boarding school? Was it, no, it was a private boys Catholic school. I never really fit into that system. Yeah. Um, so then I went back to public school, but I found it hard to readjust, but I did eventually readjust through sports. Then came yeah. college. College is another opportunity. Everyone's new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. everyone is looking for friendships. Everyone's like fresh off the boat. Yeah. Say. And then you graduate and boom, this is where the story either starts or ends. Um, I left suburban America to come to Hong Kong two years after I graduated university. Mm. So I've been an expat for almost nine years, you guys. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who are on Reddit are typing from a suburban American mm. perspective. Yeah. yeah. So what has friendship been like for you guys since you've been uh, expats here? Well, I mean, I mean, I guess growing up, Kind of having some roots here in Hong Kong, I've had the you know home field advantage to say. So, a lot of my friends here, like we've had some you know uh, high school roots, and everyone went away for university, and and some of our friends came back. So it, there's already that link. Mm -hmm. But I think you know within you know Hong Kong, there's a, that there's that kind of expat dynamic. So with with you know Facebook and stuff, everyone kind of knows each other through. Most of our listeners probably aren't expats. Many of them are. What is well, what is that well, dynamic? Well, just like having one degree of separation. Like you know so and so, and then you know it's it's like how we all met at a bar. Like you meet someone at a bar, and it's like oh, you happen to know this person, and and from there the conversation picks up. And yeah, you can. I think with the adult relationships is you can have that conversation, 
but it's all about the follow-up, right? Because we all met at that Three Blind Mice. Yeah. But you decided to actually show up. <laughs> How often times do we meet people and you have that, you know, pleasant dialogue and you exchange numbers and then where, where does it go from there? Well, that could be adults in general. I, let's, let's stick to expat for a second right now. What, for us, from our perspective, do, what's special about making friendships as an expat? I think there's so there's a, there's a commonality be between yeah. all of us, which is um, none of us are the majority. We're all the minority here, right? You know, uh, I'm a Zimbabwean guy in Hong Kong. There's mm -hmm. not, not many of us. You're American. Mm -hmm. You are everything Mixed. Singaporean, <laughs> <laughs> American, Taiwanese, <laughs> everything, man. And um, there's a sort of sense of, you know... Um, not brotherhood, but like, you know, acknowledging that the yeah. other people are going through the same thing, right? We're all this different. All similarity. Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's where it initially stems from. Right. Yeah. So that you can go up to someone that, honestly, had I grown up in Philly with you, I probably would, we probably wouldn't be friends, right? Mm. Uh, same thing with you, right? Yeah. But because of the, I ah, know we would be friends. We would definitely be friends. We mm -hmm. don't know. It's, I mean, no. I mean, no, into yeah, it a bit, yeah. But, but yeah, basically, if you, uh, if you, um, if you all have some common interests, some common goal, yeah. something that you all you can all relate to. Mm -hmm. Nine years in Asia, same as me, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you've you've spent what, twelve years here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on and off, on and off. But yeah. Yeah. for those, not everyone is an expat, but for those that are wondering, it's different because we're we're not we don't really belong here, and yeah. it's almost becomes friends become the new family. Mm. Well, I think we do belong here, eh? Well, you know, I, I would we, we're, not, with that, we're, not, we're not Hong Kongese, for example. I lived in Shenzhen. I was never Chinese, for example. I'm not. I'm just not Chinese. This is, I think, I, I, I was thinking about that today. Um, we are... Belong is an interesting word. Perhaps it's a whole show. I know. We, we are what makes Hong Kong, Hong Kong, yeah. right? We the diversity, of, the, the yeah, difference yeah, between yeah, us, yeah, right? Definitely, uh, definitely. You know, um, that, that is what Hong Kong is. Yeah. You know, where... Even though you know I live out in an island, it's mm -hmm. very different to uh, where we are in the studio. But um, this is an island too, Philip. It is an island, yeah. But mine's the biggest island, though. Bigger island. Yeah. It's not. Uh, we're not comparing islands right now. But um, the difference is we're not uh, local in terms of born and bred here. True that. Yeah. That's and true. therefore, most of us don't speak Cantonese. Um, that's not the point either. It's just we're not, it's different to places like Japan. I know a lot of people who live in Japan where the culture is not accepting of those yeah. who are from outside Japan. It's just they cannot integrate. Hong Kong is really interesting because it's yeah. actually easy to integrate. Like, you're accepted. Um, but in terms of an expat, I found that, for the most part, you know, no matter how old you are, people are always open to opening up their friend circle. Yeah. And... So it's fi about finding commonalities right. between so, where, wherever you are, wherever, you know, yeah. for, for our viewers worldwide. Right. Know, we're using our own example here in Hong Kong. But, yeah, you know, it's it's about finding, you know, people of similar interests or, or may not be interests, but mm -hmm. commonalities, right? Which is funny because this is what I see all the time on Reddit. And I take Reddit as like a, uh, a litmus test of humans. A lot of them, I think, are in our age demographic, twenty four to thirty five, so to speak. And the common issue I hear, especially with men, is. Somebody makes a comment or something to do with friends as a post, and you have like a 29,000, 30,000 up to vote up post. And some of the top comments will always be, without doubt, wow, you have friends. 
just so lucky you have friends. Wow, yeah, my friendship circle has dwindled. And you go down the thread and you'll just see how so many people have noted they did, they cannot maintain friendships after institutions. Mm. So that's yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. that's honest and kinda scary and I don't wanna I don't wanna be like, oh, look at those poor souls, but like, damn, that's Put yourself in wow. their shoes for a second. A lot of these guys are coming from America, guys, girls. And Spe- specifically on this Reddit what, platform. Reddit is very Americanized, I would have to say. Right, okay. Uh, it's from America. Right. So you have some experience in your family's living in suburban America. Uh, country. Y- yes. Yeah. Okay, sure. But it's the countryside. It's like tractors and farms. You're familiar with America. I am, yeah. You're familiar with America. Yeah. What is it about America... They have space. Put ourselves in their in their shoes. Our <laughs> empathize with this sentiment of over thirty year old uh, Americans. Why would that we find it hard to maintain adult friendships at this point in our life? There, I think um, maybe it could be the uh, the fact that life catches up with them, right? Yeah. With with the average with the average uh, human, they you know, mm. institution they they get there. They get their uh, degree, maybe the masters, and then they from there they go on to work, mm-hmm. and the jobs are tough. Nobody does a forty-hour week; it's always like you know sixty, seventy hours. Yeah. And um, then you go home to uh, they, eat some they, food, they to wake have, up. Like, the to city centers that we have, you know, it's more spread out. It's like they they drive to work, and it's kind of like you know go to work, go home, and and you That's don't it. have that like same kind of. But even but they still common, have common areas. To, they do. To make they friends. they have uh, dive bars, right? Yeah, 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 but 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 it's like you know, it's like a guy walking to dive bar alone trying to make friends. Like let's let let's let's take what Steve is trying to say is like. Well, it, well Phil was onto a few things as well. Yeah. I, I want to make sure yeah. that we hit all the notes. Yeah, uh, we, we, that actually works, eh? I, I've done it in America. Just walked into a bar yeah. by myself yeah. and made a friend. You know, yeah. when I met you in Philly, I I made like a couple. I walked to the that bar I met you with what, a friend I just made. Oh, were they? We met some questionable fellows. They that was, were, they were they had ulterior motives. They did, but you know that the fact that you can walk into a bar and and be able to do that. But do you think they were really truly friendly? They no, were they were. The backstory was I went. We we're both from Hong, living in Hong Kong. Phil was visiting family in America, but he came up to Philadelphia to see a mutual friend. So I went to Philadelphia from the suburban. Pennsylvania to meet Phil, um, met you and this friend, and there was other guys with us at the bar, and I had to meet them for the first time. It seemed like everyone was meeting them for the first time. And the deeper I dug into the story yeah, here, right. it was these gentlemen were actually hanging around us because they were trying to um, gain the affection of the uh, female companion we were. Oh, yeah, 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 that's... I didn't feel any genuine connection with anyone other than the, 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 I'm trying to get laid. So I, I had a connection with the one dude because I actually walked <laughs> over. Did you guys fight? No. So I was walking over to the bar. Yeah. And then um, some dude bumped me. Yeah. And he's like, hey, watch where you're going, man. I'm like, hey, like, chill, man. Okay. And then the guy I'm walking with was like, hey, uh, no, let's just, let's just go. So we got into a fight. Well, not a fight. We almost got into a fight, but he pulled me away from it. Okay. Yeah. I was a whole mess when I showed up. Uh, I went to the bar that you guys told me you were at, and yeah. I said, I'm looking for Phil, and they said, oh, woof. He, they told me, wow, that got messy. He's probably blah, 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 something, something. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, what am I getting myself into? I didn't feel a genuine connection. No, have, wasn't, have you it wasn't kept up ever yeah, since? I mean, no, of course I mean, not. No, 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 of course not. I would, but, I mean, that it's, it's possible to do yeah. that, right? But I would just say, you know, getting back on track with our topic is just, just, 
do things that you're interested in. Like put yourself out there. Like you know, for, you can, for, for me, like you know, like I'm into sports and and look at how all we connected. Like we're into sports, and, right? And you know, going back to our origin story, we uh-huh. all all met at a bar because Phil came up to us like, "Hey, do you play football?" Right. right? And then and from there we 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 built a team and within that team we built a community and then we all became friends sure right? could that have happened in so it's like you know you're talking about this this the average redditor like what are they doing are they just like going home right. going to work getting on their computer and well, just like what's let's yeah. let's say america is a very large sample size of what pop culture is reddit and yeah. then if you dissect america there's a few things that we could look at here number one suburbia i think was popularized in america Suburbia, the notion that you're in an area that is not as dense as urban cities. Um, So you have to drive everywhere, number one. So driving uh, after work, you're going to an area, and then locations of interest are farther away than usual, so maybe it's harder to... So so yeah, you just got to yeah. just do things that are just... It's not like, because we are lucky, because we're in Hong Kong, and I yeah. like to joke yeah. around, I always called Hong Kong Neverland to an extent, because I have friends here that are ranging between 20 and 50, 60, yeah. Neverland, because um, it seems as an expat here, you never actually really have to grow up, no matter how old you are, there's always activity, it's so dense, yeah. that yeah. literally yeah. you only have to travel like 30 minutes to do anything of interest, or meet someone new, or yeah. any activity yeah. you want. Yeah people don't all have that luxury so we're lucky because everything with us is within yeah arms reach of course of course so max you're arguing that i'm just saying why you, don't you find people with common interests we're lucky because those people with common interests are within a stone's throw away of course but i'm saying there's always like a, a class you could join like you know whether it be like you know a gym or you know maybe it's painting or or acting class like find 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 something that, like a hobby, where you can meet right. other people and, and put yourself in that environment where you're kind of surrounded by. So then let's just say you do that in suburban America. You go to an art class. You drive 30 minutes after work, 9 p.m., 6 yeah, p.m. What do you work, 9 to 5? I don't know. You drive after work to an art class or gym. Yeah. You go. You show up. You park yeah. your car. You walk inside. You do the deed. Yeah. And then after class, you... What's the vibe? You approach, are people open? Are they all looking to make I mean, new friends? Or you're what's you're the... all there for a common purpose, right? You're all there to like engage in this, this art class or do a workout. And, and of course, there's going to be a little side chat and banter. And then obviously, there's going to be people you kind of have a, a little side vibe with. And then, and then from there... You say it so matter-of-factly. Mm. Well, Do you I mean, think culturally that people in like America are this open to just hey you and I are both doing CrossFit I we mean, should be buddies? Yeah, I mean, I think you know what's funny? It's, it's, it's That's how Lewis and I met. So yeah. we have a buddy Lewis who who is American and we did CrossFit together and he was like, hey man, that's a good workout. Uh, Do you want to get a drink? Yeah, and he's one of the homies. Shout out Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. I mean, it, I think it's just about the you. energy you put out, right? Yeah. Obviously, it's all about you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I think you you both have a point. Yes, the 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 spatial aspect is a, is a factor. Yes, having commonality, uh, you know, something of interest is a factor. I think it's culturally, it's it's maybe um, not so common for suburban America to be as adventurous as you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Or even urban. Yeah, you're right. Even urban, because everyone has their little pockets, yeah, and yeah. to step out of your pocket, right, yeah. is 
challenging. Right. It's, it, it is yeah. definitely challenging. If you move from New York to Philadelphia and you don't know anybody in Philadelphia and you go to a CrossFit class with other people that are from Philadelphia and they all have their own established friendships and relationships, I would wager to say that they would be more closed off to you approaching them. Of course. Than just because – so. The beauty, the beautiful thing that we have here is that everyone technically, expat-wise, sorry, right, local is a different story. Um, expat-wise, is from a different place and it has very tenuous relationships. They're very open to being in an area where everything's different and foreign to them. So when somebody approaches them, they're like, you know what, I can, I'm I mean, open I to mean, this. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'll, 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 we're on this example right now. I mean, I I went to school in. Boston, then moved to New York. I joined CrossFit NYC. I mean, I was the the new kid, and obviously, like you said, it was very clicky at the yeah. start. But then I just kept showing up. I kept showing up, and I did my thing. You know, I you know at first I was just like a fresh university graduate, so I was a bit shy too. And but I, you know, I just kept showing up, and eventually, you know, just doing the workout, doing. You know, yeah. CrossFit is challenging, and you sweat, and then after the workout, you just have some conversations with people, and then, you know, you don't have to be the most charismatic guy, and like it's like you're like seeking friends, but like kind of just going to the classes every day. I I naturally, you know, met some friends, and I think the the next part is like where where does it develop? Like, mm-hmm. is it just like a you know you just know each other from CrossFit, or do you go to a bar together? I think that's where it's what just. Do you do? Yeah, you you follow up. You, yeah, um, that, I think that's that's so. Do you if you're a suburban American, do you invite them over on the weekend to your son's bar mitzvah? No, no, no. To so, a so to a barbecue. A, the, the, to a, a barbecue. That's what they do in the it's, suburbs, right? Of a gray area. I'm I'm I've lost touch after nine years now with. I don't even know what I would do if I went back, aside from really? trying think, to resurrect past friends that I haven't really interacted with mostly in nine years. Interesting. It might yeah. be weird. I mean, there's, there's there's a meeting and the the follow up, and I think that's that's that's. You, the Max kind of, seems to have it so matter of fact, like it's an algorithm. Yeah. Like no it's matter not, where you not, go, it's just like I go I go somewhere, yeah. I talk to people there, and boom, friendship. No, 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 no. I would say I I go somewhere, I talk to people, and then and then the follow up. That's the make it or break it. Have right? you have you experienced um, uh, this before and had good friendships with people like this? So I, I've had I had I've had things where I've met people and it was a great vibe and yeah. we got we exchanged numbers, but then there was no follow up. Right, so right, so right, sometimes right. it's it, and and I wouldn't say it's because they're a shitty person or whatever, but you know I, I would say it's then that's where you need to sincerely if if you are interested in developing a friendship is committing time because we're all so busy in our thirty year old work life we have other commitments i think that's the biggest currency that we can show someone is time time why is friendship important if in your 30s not everyone you're expected to have more shit together what you guys, you guys are just friendship? using all the swear words today <laughs> did we use all these it's all three a lot of that's three words. yeah yeah um crap what is the <laughs> shit? Fuck. <laughs> what? Uh, what is the value of friendship after thirty? 
Because you're no longer running and gunning through life. You have like more of a purpose or you're supposed to. Well, I think it's about connecting with like-minded in- individuals and, 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 you know, sharing a beer and, and uh, talking about... What if you don't drink? Dude, you're just Coffee. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. What is the value of friendship later so, in life? I mean, when everyone I'm, says they're so busy, yeah. so busy, I hate that word. Because, yeah, of course, it's the unspoken. You're supposed to be busy. It's yeah. assumed. Yeah. What is the value of friendship? Uh, Outside of partnership, maybe a significant other. You know, I think I think it's it's just not being alone. Yeah. It's yeah. a sharing, yeah. expressing yeah. kind of, you know. Because when you, when you are a teen or, you know, um, a, a youth, um, when you're really young, you you're not alone. Even if you feel alone, because there's other people around you, you can mm-hmm. make friends with them. This is yeah. It's quite. Yeah. If you think about it, it's quite easy to make friends at school. Yeah. Because I mean, there's I people. Mean, the opportunities I mean, in, there, in, right? In my twenties, like you know, in university, I had, I lived in a in a flat with three other dudes. There's four dudes in the house, and it was just like this. This was like yeah. the life, and it's right. like you, you think, oh, friendship's never gonna end, right? It's it's just living that kind of university life. Yeah. And, and so and so when you when you leave and you enter this this random world mm-hmm. like literally they give you a piece of paper saying you know stuff and then you're off to the races you're right. by yourself you're supposed to be busy all the you're time you're supposed to be busy and then it's like oh my days like I don't know what to do think about think about your friends that you grew up with right oh, yeah uh, Michael Michael Fraser right yeah. uh, shout out to Michael again hey, Mike. Um, big Mike we said we were we were homies and and then we we left school. He went and got married. Mm-hmm. He's now got a couple of kids. Congrats, Mike. You know, I'm, you, Mike. I'm out here doing my... So so we were together doing the same thing, but then we, we drifted apart. Yeah. And, you know, when I showed up in Hong Kong, I was alone. Yeah. And and I think having friends uh, later on in life is to fulfill that need of, of being... Companionship. Together you know, as, in the as community. humans, we're, we're social creatures. We're, we're, yeah. we're pack animals. That's it. So I think that's the value of friendship. Yeah. I think it's something that we can't take for granted because I think there are so. so many individuals that struggle with friendships yeah. at this point in their life because of proximity, of because circumstance, because not everyone has developed such a social, uh, like an arsenal of social skills to be able to just meet new people. It's mm. so hard if you don't but have it, your but established... The, friendship, friendship is like a plant, right? You have to nurture right. it. You know, you, you, you plant the seed, you meet someone, right? You plant the seed. Right. You have to follow up. You're like, hey, like, what nice you, meeting you. Like, how, let, let. how about this? Mm, without prescribing a li- list of things that one can do to make friends, in the art of, in the, in the notion of open-mindedness, what are five things that we would all recommend that people over 30 do to, if you are keen to make new friends, or accept new friends into your life. Yeah. What 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 are five things that you think that people should remember? Be honest. Yes. Be as honest as true as you can be. Be be because sincere. You know, don't just say, "Hey, you know, you you know, you all you have those like you meet someone and then you're like, hey, let's let's grab a beer sometime and then there's no follow up or or you bump into someone that you recognize from down the street and like, hey, it's great catching That's up with you. That's funny you, you know? said that she was showing me something on Instagram today from a Hong Kong channel. It's Hong Kong is. Uh, Hong Kong phrases and their real meanings. We should get drinks sometime. It equals well, not. We're never gonna meet up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and I, I mean, I put this in kind of 
thinking of the show notes is we're ever so connected now with social media. We got Facebook, Instagram, right. WhatsApp, Zoom. Zooms. Like, Zooms. Nobody's Zooming for friends. Uh, email. Right, so we have two. Oh, we have be uh, honest. <laughs> we have be honest. We're gonna do. Di- we should do dings on editing. Be honest. Be sincere. Sincere. Um, I would just say for people that if you are the friendy and not the person looking for friends, be open-minded. Some people might try to be come to you and 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 be open like and don't you know keep an open mind don't just close your mind like what's wrong with this guy you know it could be for, for all intents and purposes if i'm a guy and some guy comes up to me and he's very friendly you might think is this guy gay or what's you know you might think no 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 honestly you might for a lot of people when people approach them with good intentions and you misinterpret it because you're not looking for the same thing they are, you might draw conclusions. Yeah. What's wrong with this person? Are they weird? Is there something wrong with them? Like, why would they want to talk to me? So you're dismissive. I've said, wow. it. like, there's been pl- plenty of times, I'll be honest, and I have nothing, I'm not um, open to all, everything, in a very open show. Uh, there's been times when guys have approached me in the, in the art of friendliness, but they just caught me off guard and I was like, hey man, I don't roll that way. But actually, they were just being friendly. Open-mindedness. That's three. Ding. Well, I mean, also, also, um, you know, uh, doing activities beyond, you know, I think the classic is like, oh, let's go for a beer. But, you know, like if you're interested in fitness being like, let's go for a hike or or let's let's hit up that CrossFit class or whatever workout class. So number four is activities. Activity. Activities. Activities. Mm. Activities. Uh, and oh, I What's hate the I, I, Give us like the killer. I hate these tip. listicles. Um, I think just being, just being there. You keep mentioning this follow up thing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Follow up. It's it's just the fact that if you meet someone, put in the effort, put in effort. the time, yeah. and just be there to yeah. like go, go the extra mile. Yeah. If you're gonna be honest, be open, be sincere. Uh, what was the fourth one? Activities, uh, honest, activities, open-minded, sincere activities, and then, follow up, then follow just up. just follow. constantly put in the time. Yeah. Show the person that you actually care about them. Yeah. and give them. Your we time. all we all have busy schedules, right? And maybe sometimes conflicts, uh, sometimes schedules like you know conflict, and 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 you don't have that alignment of having free time, but having that follow-up and and, and just being constant contact and and just being like, hey, sorry, yeah. sorry, we, we couldn't link this time, but. You know, instead of, uh, you know, ghosting is a big thing that happens now in our, in our culture. We're ever so connected, but nowadays it, it's, it's, I guess, accepted that you just don't reply. It's bizarre. We should right? talk about that on a That's whole other show. Whole right? Ghosting but, but, is a new phenomenon within the last five years. To, to add to Phil's yeah. point, is just don't don't be a ghost, right? Don't. If you if you can't meet, <laughs> just say Let's sorry. Save it for the next episode. If, Ghosting. But, but, what is it? Do you believe in it? Something strange in your neighborhood. <laughs> Gents, I think that this is a. I hope that we've added value to our listeners. Yeah, it's just a, uh, we're just yeah. the reads. You know, this is something I think we can revisit time and time again because I feel it. everyone needs a friend. We are your friends. You NYU got, is your menu's universe is your friendship. You got a friend for hire somehow, not hire. You don't have to pay us just to listen. <laughs> join join us online. We'll be your friends online. We'll please, we'll be your friends please, online. P- please like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> as well. Like, right? Comment yeah. too. Thanks, thanks, Steve. I oh, think that's uh, signing that off from signing Hong Kong, off? wherever you are, podcast. There are cats in the audience. They are. Good night. Good Good evening, wherever. All All right, right. guys. Deuces.
Deuces. Ching. Thanks, guys.